0: So Stormy Daniels is back in the news uh, again, a a name I had never heard in my life. And now she's probably the best known porn star in America because she and the president most likely had a thing for a while. Um, And so. Uh, the news, the, the latest news being that his lawyer paid her $130,000 out of his own pocket. Yeah, right. He, he admits to that. <laughs> he admits to that. So, um, but so I'm watching a clip and they showed a clip on ABC of, um, when she was on Jimmy Kimmel's show. That was after the State of the Union address. And we played some clips from that. I remember it having, but it showed when she came out. So, so Jimmy Kimmel introduces, Stormy Daniels, everybody. And she comes out and he walks over, big smile on his face. She's got a big smile on his face, and he does that thing where they kind of hold hands and he kisses her on each cheek. And I thought, yeah. this is a, a a porn skank who sexed up a sweaty old man after a golf tournament because she thought she could get on the apprentice. Right. And then when he she wouldn't get on the apprentice, she demanded money before she'd go to the press. That you're kissing on the cheek like she's a visiting, uh, dignitary. Yeah, or some actress we're supposed to be proud of or something like that. What is that? And it's all oh, you're giving her that treatment, the, oh, so good to see you kiss you on each cheek treatment because she's on the other side of Trump. It's just weird. We're in a weird place as a society. I would say, yeah,
3: that's cartoonishly big boobed. Porn skank being celebrated.
0: Well, she's a whore in every sense. She had sex with an old rich man to try to get something from him, right? And then tried to extort him when she when he wouldn't give it to her. So why are we treating her like? I mean, that's that's fine if you think it's a political problem and he shouldn't do that. That's all fine, but don't don't treat her like she's something special. Oh my god, I
3: feel no need to attack her, but I I'm a little disappointed that you know I don't know for instance. After the director of national intelligence was in front of the Senate yesterday going on and on about the various threats the nation faces, that, you know, CBS quote-unquote news is going heavy with with the skank and and, and the president who's a man skank. He's a himbo. Let's face it. It's true. So a little bonus mailbag for you. You can email us anytime you want. Armstrong and Getty at Yahoo dot com. Although, that, it'll soon be changing. We'll have a different email address. It's very exciting. Fabulous. Very might, exciting. Might invoke our new slogan, Armstrong and Getty, the conscience of a nation.
0: Faboo, as I heard somebody say the other day. Mm,
3: let's see. Uh, what do you think of somebody who says Faboo?
0: Not much. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would like to hurt them. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go this way. You yeah. stay there, I'm going to go this way. Yeah. So a number of
3: reactions to the uh, weird Susan Rice sending an email to herself saying uh, in that meeting two weeks. And this is in the last minutes of the Obama administration. Two weeks ago, the president made clear we would never break any laws and no laws were broken and nobody broke any laws. Signed me, dear me, this is this is me and uh, sent it to herself. Very odd. So you got Suzanne. I said I could not come up with an innocent explanation for the email.
0: Is it common to be working up to the last minute like that? Anyway, wouldn't you try to get everything done so that last day you can kind of just get out of there?
3: I don't know. It Depends. Do you feel like you have some sort of a sacred duty to the nation to, you know, prevent uh, Trump and his gang from doing something awful? I suppose um, this doesn't really address <clears throat> sending yourself the email. But Suzanne in Oklahoma City with a pretty good. We already have a national show as the conscience of the nation uh, with a pretty good point. Would that meeting with Obama make sense in the context of the fear and grief that liberals felt when President Trump took office? I could see no drama Obama telling people to keep their heads and go by the book. Don't panic and try to get rid of Trump by illegal or
0: shady means. Oh, that makes liberals sense. liberals were practically weeping and rending their garments in the streets. No, I, that makes sense to me. That makes perfectly good sense that yeah. bra- that that Barack Obama would have a meeting and say, hey, let's because, you know, he he he, he heard the, the, what was going on, yeah the way people were talking about this. Hey, let's do everything by the book here. um <clears throat> But that doesn't explain why she sent that email two minutes before she's out of a job
3: yeah. to herself. Dear me, no laws were broken, remember? I remember that. Signed me. <laughs> Come on. Uh, let's see. This is uh, always, always critical. Tom, Joe, you're starting to sound shrill, like your old talking points memo days. That wasn't me. Exactly why do you say Susan Rice is a congenital liar like three times? Well, mostly because she's a congenital liar. Susan Rice has been caught in a lie exactly zero times by the fact-check press. That's hilarious, Tom. Compared to your soul brother, Trump. Who has been caught Soul mo- brother! Who has been caught more than 2,000 times, including just now, when he had his spokesman say that the security check of Rob Porter was ongoing when it had been concluded for four months. Um, I, I would quibble with that a little bit. I will tell you this. Donald Trump has the same relationship with the truth that I have with falconry. I'm aware of it, but I don't do it. <laughs> that is absolutely true. If Donald Trump tells the truth, it's just a coincidence. And that is the greatest, most insightful thing that's ever been said on talk radio. Then he said to say, hate to say it, but this smells like racism and or sexism. Oh, Own wow. It. Now, come on. Now, Tom, I'm that's got to be comedy. Exactly. That's got to be comedy. The I, I am the professor Of exposing the dangers of fake accusations of racism. How that does terrible damage to the fight against real racism. And if you actually thought you could play that against me and somehow knock me back half a step, sir, please.
0: Got this text. Did Jack just say Fabu? (laughs) WTF?
3: Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, I'm, amen I'm to
3: that, filling out my walking papers. Yeah, please do. Yeah, make them running papers. Get out while you can.
0: Why'd you leave your last job? One of my coworkers said, "Fabu," and I just, I just couldn't work there anymore. <laughs> it was
3: hard for me to respect them anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, this, uh, this is
3: from a person in the know. The Rice email to self is a classic CYA lawyer move. If this were a valid memo memorializing discussion points at a meeting, it would have been written contemporaneously with the meeting and circulated to one's partic- the meeting's participants. Rice, who was always the go-to liar for the Obama administration, obviously was told once again to lie. It's so obvious. The question is, who directed Rice to once again engage her in her specialty? My money is on Holder and Comey. Um, that's uh, from Carol. Uh, yeah, th- it's probably something like that. Now, the well, we could talk about you the gotta, Porter thing a little more. You, but,
0: when, when you talk about people lying in government, uh, don't you have to differentiate between important lies and just you wonder why they lied about that lies? I mean yeah, there are oh, absolutely, there yeah. important possible lies that Donald Trump they're they're being investigated right now by an entire n- number of committees. But the that was the most watched State of the Union address when it's not. I don't know what that is. It's inexplicable I mean, yeah, and it's dumb to and, me. And but, easily checked. So I don't I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um you The know, important ones are being investigated, so we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, I,
3: I think I think they are. Um I was going to make another point. Maybe I'll just move on. Here's a note about uh, DACA and the Palestinians. Guys, you mentioned Democrats would like to keep the DACA issue as a political plank for the midterms and such. It's absolutely true. Pretending they're advocating for DACA recipients while not doing a thing has been a very successful strategy for them. It struck me while listening to Joe that this is identical to the treatment of Palestinians by the rest of their surrounding Muslim countries. They have room, wealth, and even a religious duty to take care of the Palestinians, but it's far more to their political advantage to leave them in place while screaming to the world about Israel. I abhor using people for political advantage. Nothing makes me cynical more quickly uh, than all my Valentine's Day best wishes. You can keep them to yourself.
0: KMTSH, keep mocking those soft ads. Politicians do that. I think the Republicans don't end uh, late-term abortion for the same reason. Because it's more, it's it's. I was going to say more fun, which is not the correct word choice. Right? Uh, it's it's easier to go out on the campaign trail and and argue about it. Because
3: mm-hmm. uh, it'd be easy to do. Oh, you know, I don't have the facts and figures in front of me. I want to throw this on real quickly. This is kind of a heavy note, but there have been several. God, it might even be half a dozen cops gunned down in the last week or so in America. A lot. Of police officers just doing their job getting shot to death leaving widows little children in the case of one uh cop his, his his child was just born a week after you know he was killed and laid to rest um and uh the media got no time for that uh, but it's happening all over america it's dangerous work and, any
0: connection at all i mean i saw one that was clearly an ambush where they'd been called to a a 911 call, and then they got there, and they were uh-huh. shot. So it's clearly an ambush. Right, have they all been that way? or uh, One one was they
3: were trying to serve a war. There was a domestic situation going on. Uh, I don't know all of them. All those those of them. I will tell you this, though. Here's a headline from the Chicago Tribune. "Um, Slain Chicago cop just four months ago made a speech, a statement about his frustration that career offenders weren't facing stiffer consequences in court. People being turned loose again and again to commit serious crimes. And he was just shot to death by a four-time felon. Oof. Four months ago, police commander Paul Bauer made those statements. Yeah. So, you know, listen, bad cops are a scourge in a free society. We can't have it. We can't tolerate it. Good cops, you've got to make take the lead and In rooting out bad cops or brutal cops or racist cops. On the other hand, the idea that it's this some sort of one-sided wave of violence by cops is just ridiculous. Dangerous, dangerous work.
0: If you're spending less time on Facebook, you are not alone, as we have been talking about in recent weeks. Now there's some statistics to back that up. Why things come and go quickly. Is Zuckerberg going to go from being king of the world to just like the guy who runs MySpace, whoever that is? I don't know. You show up to work every day and there's nobody there, and nobody's using your platform anymore. Uh, but yeah, it ain't cool no more. Apparently, that, among other things, coming up. Oh, yeah, I am liking this romantic music on the most important day of the year, Valentine's Day. Can we hear from Mister T when we come back? The great
4: Mister T. Yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The voice of the West.
1: Hey, fool, this is Mr. T, and I want to wish everybody a happy Valentine Day, from one sweetheart to another sweetheart. Love you. Love you,
0: babe. He's America's love, mister. My Mr. T. This was the song for my wife and I's first and only, only dance at our wedding, and uh, I was told it's trite, which and I suppose it is, it is, but I'm not really the kind the of guy that worries about that sort of thing. So. Well, it's it only happened once.
3: It your wedding, so <laughs> exactly within that context, that's and, not the least bit trite. And,
0: and for whatever reason, I mean, different people are built different ways. If everybody did this for their weddings, I don't care. It just makes no difference to me whatsoever. But the, that's, that's trite, says the guy who rolls his eyes when eight-year-olds sing "Happy
3: Birthday" at a birthday party. Well,
0: right. I just, I don't know. It's fun. you know, you either care about that sort of thing, or you don't. But Silent um, Night on Christmas Eve. Please. This is a good tune. um, Mr. T, if, you've not, if you're if you new to the Armstrong and Getty Show, can you play Mr. T again? Because it's really important you pick up on really every word here. Hey, fool. This is Mr. T. And I want to
3: wish
1: everybody a happy Valentine Day from one sweetheart to another sweetheart. Love you. Love you, babe.
0: Yes, the key there being the fact that he says Valentine Day. Mm. Really- Faboo. Of course, I say Fabu.
3: Yeah. So. Who are you to criticize,
0: Mr. Fabu. Fabu, please? We were mentioning this the other day, and now oh, here it is in black and white in USA Today. Users are moving away and moving on from Facebook. Um, talking about uh, this particular mother of three who used to spend three hours a day on average staying up with her Facebook page. Thanks. I don't know if that's an outlier or common. I have no idea. Um, But now she spends like 20 minutes a week and thinks she may stop altogether. She was driven away by the politics of it. Just can't stand what she called the toxic mess of it. And they think that might have to do with the decline in Facebook usage. Um, For younger people, it's just not cool. And as we were pointing out yesterday, things can be not cool for no good reason. Sure. They're just not popular. They come in. They come out. There's no particular reason that the bottoms of jeans are now tight around people's ankles. Oh, no, 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 no. And five years ago, they were loose around people's ankles. There's no. That doesn't mean anything. Just no, things become popular. The fashion of
3: five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 25 years ago, and 30 years ago, absolutely stupid. The fashions of today, smart.
0: 20% of regular Facebook users say they're spending less time on the social network than a year ago. If you're running Facebook, that is a big problem.
3: Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg was actually bragging about that to shareholders that we're really doing our best to maintain our status as a healthy and productive part of Americans' lives. I think he smelled a huge backlash coming and wanted to be at the front of it and say, yeah, listen, we've recognized some of the less healthy aspects of our fabulous, fabulous platform here, so we've... Rained in this that we've made it more of this and that and now it's healthier and everybody's got a healthy relationship with facebook please stop doing stories about how it'll ruin your life
0: do you think it could end up as dead as myspace yeah absolutely wow that'd be something if facebook ends up as dead as myspace then I'm never going to get excited about anything ever again (laughs) being a big deal because uh, apparently things can become the biggest deal in the world and then go away in, like, a couple of years. Well, Facebook, you know, it's different from MySpace in
3: a lot of ways. Their ability to recognize who you are and what you want and what you do and what you buy and who you know and the rest of it is just mind-boggling. But That's kept me off it. Right, me too. But, you know, we're dangerous paranoiacs. But the the fuel of it the i mean that is the the design of the engine the fuel is interest interest in being on there time spent on there and you know the most uh, you know an f18 with no fuel is just a museum piece so it'll be interesting to see okay i hope i live long enough to see some of this stuff unfold just cuz
0: it's such a great mystery where it ends here's another interesting story this one out of san ramon california
2: Student leadership group at california high school in san ramon california announced that the national anthem will no longer be played before pep rallies because it was deemed racially insensitive now what they are referring to is uh, the usually unsung third verse that references slavery or the killing of slaves now the student body president defended that decision saying to think that our nation's uh, anthem once had the word slave in land of the free in the same sentence leaves me speechless as our culture shifts to one that is more diverse and accepting of all types of people, so must our tradition.
3: Interesting. Summarizing quite beautifully the concept of knowing just enough to be dangerous. Unbelievable. You are so
0: dumb. You are so dumb. We've been over this a number of times. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that a high school has actually banned it. The national anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah,
3: I don't, I don't. An outlier or the first of many? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Dumb is just sweeping across the nation. Um, Key almost certainly intended the phrase as a reference to the British Navy's practice of impressment, kidnapping sailors and forcing them to fight in defense of the crown, or as a semi-metaphorical slap at the British invading force as a whole, which included a large number of mercenaries.
0: What's the line from the National Anthem? Jeez, we've looked this up and talked about this so many times, but it's. Um, from the unsung third verse. Oh yeah, hang on a standby. You see nobody at the ball game singing the national anthem uh, is even aware of the third verse. right. So what does that mean? Maybe they should be. <laughs> and where's that band who so
3: vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more. Their blood has washed out, their foul footsteps pollution. No refuge could save the hireling slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. He's talking about the mercenaries there. And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave, or the land of the free and the home of the brave. It has nothing to do with black american slaves it's just you people have no idea what you're talking
0: well, about and nobody's standing for the national anthem or when they play it before a game is doing it thinking you know i'm playing this i'm just trying to get that unsung third verse out there
3: boy i wish we could stand up and sing that third verse about the slaves because i sure wish there were slaves so, now
0: anyway you morons so uh one high school in california has bandit we'll see where that goes all right that well done morons
3: thing well
0: done you know why don't you move to
3: one of the totalitarian regimes you so lovingly imitate go to North Korea go to China and then and tell the Chinese government how you don't like what they're doing but, but what about my freedom of speech go ahead morons is that high school kid a, a minor if he's a minor I retract any criticism he's a kid he has a right to be stupid but if he's 18 you're stupid
0: bunch of parents weighing in and saying that for their high school kids or college kids Facebook has not been cool for years. Right. So. And that hurts your brand when no when no young people think it's cool. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got
4: congressional investigations and staffing rumors all sparked by the Rob Porter case, and on this Valentine's Day, school kids are being told they can't openly have a best
0: friend. What? Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Gideon. The Rob Porter case. Listen to the liberal media in our midst. No best friend. I want to hear this story. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. They had a little curling on live on the uh, TV in the lunchroom. And a lot of those curlers look dialed back. You notice that? You mean like uh, lacking in intelligence? Or high. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Maybe they're high. (laughs) Maybe it helps. And then you got the... um, the Mixed Pairs Figure Skating, a husband and wife team that is has advanced from the United States, and they kissed at the end of their routine because oh. it's Valentine's Day. and, oh. and it made, Did they
3: get extra points for that? I mean, <laughs> that would be taboo well, I threw
0: up in my mouth a little because <laughs> the girls on the Today Show just went old gaga over the fact that the married couple kissed at the end of their routine, which oh, was, a little,
3: was a little much for me. God, you people are easily manipulated. You know, I, I would like to revise and extend my comments about the whole Rob Porter flap at some point. Okay. I'll tell you what, it is floundering. It's absolutely floundering, and it's extraordinary how many people are ooching around the White House without full security clearances. Yeah. Um, that part of the story is just shocking. Yeah. But a lot of the coverage of this is just, I mean, it's such, why is the Washington Post behaving as a, 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 a an arm of the Democrat National Committee? That's not good. It's not smart. Just, nobody wants. It. Well, I guess people do want that. Come to think of it.
4: <laughs>
0: Let's get the news now with
4: Marshall Phillips. Well, oh, I got to tell you, Joe, you got a lot of House or a lot of Republicans now lining up against Porter. House Oversight Committee Chairman Trey Gowdy says an investigation into Porter's employment in the White House is now underway.
0: So, who are we? Uh, I haven't been following this because I. It just seemed like it was dealt with. Okay, he's a scumbag. Seems like a jerk, and then he's out. So now, so he's gone. There's no punishing him, right? Right, right. So who are we who are we hoping to punish at this point?
3: Uh, General Kelly, chief of staff, right. for issuing uh, support of a guy who's clearly a bad guy, right. I guess. Of course, that, he was reading a statement written by the guy's current girlfriend, right? which he with, may or may not have known. I don't know. The
0: only problem with that is I think most Democrats and Republicans think that would be bad for America if General Kelly left his chief right, of staff.
3: Right. And we're supposed to be mad at the president because he hasn't said anything definitive about right. uh, being anti-domestic violence. Which is right?
0: just dumb. It's just a dumb, tone-deaf thing to do. Why
3: wouldn't he at some meeting yeah. with a little press-op say, hey, by the way, people are asking this. What do you think? I think it's a, abhorrent. Any man who would, yeah. you know, blah, blah blah. Right? It'd be effortless.
4: Well, Trey Gowdy. Hasn't. Trey Gowdy's now telling CNN it's likely top White House officials knew about all the allegations leveled at Porter before they surfaced last week. You got Republican House Speaker Paul Ryan saying there has been a clear breakdown in the vetting of the top employees at the White House.
1: Clearly, we should all be condemning domestic violence. And if a person who commits domestic violence gets it in government, then there's a breakdown in the system. There's a breakdown in the vetting system, and that breakdown needs to be addressed.
4: And now, Republican House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy is tamping down speculation that he may be a candidate for White House Chief
0: of Staff.
4: Okay, first of all, I have not
0: spoken to the President about anything about a job, and I never have. And there is no job opening. The current Chief
4: of Staff, John Kelly, thought to be on a very hot seat. Rumors keep swirling around California Congressman McCarthy being considered for that post. John's Jeez, a Kelly- John a half with John
0: Kelly leaving and Kevin McCarthy taking over would be a serious downgrade for America. That is a hilarious notion. It's not going to happen. Stop repeating this, tri- Mark. My- we'll March, see. So I have it. Well, they're all
4: Republicans that are speaking out this morning. We'll see. Anyway, on this Valentine's Day, schools are telling kids to stop using the term best friend to be more
0: inclusive? Oh, for God's sake! a Trend. <laughs> my trend, son actually wrote on one of his valentines yeah. for his best friend. He wrote, "You are my best friend." Oh which my I thought,
1: God, I I thought
0: it was so darn cute. Attention.
4: Anyway, anyway, the trend believed to have started in London with reports saying schools banned the use of the term "best friend," and now this is popping up in the United States
0: as well. See, this is the, 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 the uh, you can draw a line somewhere, right. a slippery slope. Because I was talking earlier about, I just think it's too much the old practice of valentine's day where you know popular kids particularly girls would get lots of cards and and the the unpopular girls for whatever reason wouldn't i mean that's just torturous for a kid that's just mean-spirited this how on the other hand is making us way too soft You can't have best friends. That's just crazy. Well, and I would point out that the idea
3: of forbidding children to utter a phrase that is thousands of years old in the name of building some sort of inclusive utopia is straight out of the nightmares of Orwell, Mao, and and, uh, and Pol Pot. Google it, kids, because you don't know who Pol Pot is. Because instead of studying history, you're exchanging Valentine's cards or some nonsense. I'm
0: guessing it's a slow cooker of some sort. I'm That's gonna find right. Out. The
3: Pol Pot. Three payments of $39.99.
4: All right. Now, the U.S. men's hockey team reeling from a loss in the Olympic hockey tournament. The Americans blowing a 2-0 lead in the third period. They lose 3-2 to, to Slovenia in overtime. Slovenia is a country? Slovenia. Yes.
3: No H- NHL guys. No current NHL guys. It's all like retired guys and kids and college stars and the rest of it. Is that a rule or just happened? Or... I, just, I can't remember how it happened. I don't care that much. Did the <laughs> N- a- NHL just say we can't cooperate anymore because it's midseason? Yeah,
0: they, they. it was the NHL's call. Why they all made right. that call, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm all for
1: it.
4: Well, you know, while we've been going on and on about the Olympics, another major sporting event has been taking place. And has now crowned its king. (laughs) The Best in Show Award at the 142nd Westminster Dog Show. Give me the Beagle! Is a Bichon Frise named Flynn, (laughs) who
0: beat out six finalists for that win. Yeah, that's a little bit of a fancy dog for me. A little puffball of a dog, yeah. Yeah. Where's my Bichons at? A little little too fancy for me.
4: Yeah, Flynn uh, beat out finalists that include uh, Lucy the Borgie, or Borgia, Biggie the Pug, Slick a the pub b- nearly won. yeah Biggie. Slick the border collie, <laughs> being the Sussex spaniel and Winston the Norfolk terrier.
0: Mm. Flynn looks like a cotton ball with a nose. Yes. yes. It's yes. ridiculously adorable. Oh yeah, yeah, it's an amazing One job. of those figure skaters should skate with one of those on its head? Right. <laughs> well, that would be innovative.
4: Well, even better than white
0: powder. Well, somebody <laughs> might eat it there in Korea, huh? Oh geez, Because remember, oh my we have god, giant farms where they raise dogs to eat. You're just trying to raise awareness. That's right. The White Potter Puffs Tour of the Town, though, will
4: finish off tonight with a walk-on part in the Tony Award-winning musical Kinky Boots on Broadway.
0: Fantastic. So oh, there boy. you
4: go. That's your news. <laughs> I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong Show, the voice of the West. Kinky Somebody <laughs> who would go to Kinky
3: Boots on Broadway and swoon over the fact that the Westminster dog-winning uh, Bichon Freeze did a cameo. Keep them away from me for the rest of my life,
0: please. Now, they probably say Fabu. Yes, they do. Fabu. <laughs> fabu. Almost certainly do. Yeah. All right. And yeah, the world is tiring. Fabu.
3: So, the old fellow who ran the uh, Cato Institute, the Libertarian Think Tank, was perving on the gals there. Oh,
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, he's an
3: old fella. He's been out for a while, but uh,
0: that
1: stinks.
3: his legacy has been uh, pooed upon because he was a pervo. And he was a pervo was he doing? Uh, all sorts of, you know, asking women to take off their bra and showing them porn and just what? All sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, I'm a, so. I would like to apologize to womankind for having to put up with that crap.
0: God, it's incredible. There's way more dudes willing to do that than any of us thought, right?
3: Well, I don't know. I don't know what everybody thought. More than you thought. You knew all along. The I third's did. Of, in detail. <laughs>
0: No, but I'm less shocked than you appear to be. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. This is
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Voice of the West.
0: taking me down memory lane on Valentine's Day, Michael. You played the song that my wife and I danced for the first and only time at our wedding. This is the first song I ever danced to in my life. Wow. And I'd like an eighth grade dance or something. And those are both times Jack Armstrong has danced in his life. Yeah, pretty much. I was so horrified. Oh, my God, I was horrified. You know, with all respect to this Gees uh, classic, Michael,
3: uh, go with To Love Somebody next, would you? Oh, it's one of my all-time favorite songs. Many times covered. Barry Gibb, fabulous songwriter. Some girl asked me Brother to drop
0: and I was so horrified. Really? Oh, yeah. I can I can still remember feeling the sweat running down the insides of my arms as we stood there going back and forth around in a circle. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, I was so nervous. Wish you could have seen the visceral. That was pretty funny. <laughs> You're a really good dancer, Jack. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Those are some moves,
3: huh? Cu- a couple of quick uh, follow-ups, and I want to revise and extend my uh, remarks about the whole Rob Porter White House scandal thing. Which I think is mostly kind of partisan nonsense. Not entirely, but... uh, Jack Joe, with all this Korean dog food talk, uh, writes Nick from Wisconsin. We already have a national show. We are the conscience of the nation. It got me nostalgic for the summer I spent in Indonesia. I was 15 at the time. Ended up meeting my wife there. Also happened to be the one time I got to taste some terrier tartare. Mm -hmm. We're all piled in the back of a military-style covered truck. There's a mangy dog walking around. Uh, When we asked what it was for, the natives just laughed. Uh, It was like I just asked them what a hamburger was for. Uh, I will say that the dog was not abused or mistreated, although he was poorly seasoned. Wow. Wow. Came DEJ. Keep making dog eating jokes. We're not, sir. You are terrible. And then this correspondence, Bill writes, hey, if you're watching the Olympics and feeling a little slow and uncoordinated, just remember you were the most energetic and spirited sperm.
0: Okay, it's true.
3: I was at one time a champion among millions. I was like that. That's when I peaked. Unfortunately, right around fertilization. But here's here's my bitch about the mainstream media coverage of the Rob Porter thing. It's you know at at what point does spin become lying? And I'm not a great fan of Trump and his complete inability to tell the truth and the rest of it. But I think targeting John Kelly and, and trying to like undermine him and get him dragged out is not good for the country, and it's not smart. Um, you know, he did re- he sent out that press release saying Porter is a man of true integrity and honor, written by Porter's current or recent girlfriend, uh, Hope Hicks. And she put those words in his mouth as a spokesperson, and that was really awful. And maybe he should have known better. But one of the main questions facing us is the fact that the uh, old lady Huckabee, ...is saying...
0: Oh, Lady Huckabee. <laughs> ...is saying they're you see what she was uh, Sarah wearing Huckabee y- Sanders. Did you see what she was wearing yesterday? The weird poofy sleeve thing? Yeah, what is that? Hey. My wife said, what the hell is that? Well, it's, come
3: on. She was trying to trying something a little different. She did. Well, listen to you conformists. Listen to you yelling at the poor gal for wearing trying to... Wearing clothes people don't mock. Trying to wear poofy sleeves once. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. It, it, one of the main gripes in the mainstream media is that uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders got up there in the press room and said that uh, the uh, the security clearance investigation of Rob Porter was ongoing, and then uh, Christopher Ray. It's Christopher, right? There are too many people in politics. We got to have fewer of them. But Ray, the head of the FBI, got up there and he said. I'm reading from the Washington Post now. He contradicted the White House's account of when the Bureau informed officials about the status of Porter's security clearance investigation. White House officials said they were first contacted last summer by the FBI about Porter's clearance, but that the investigation as of last week was ongoing and had not been completed. And Ray said, according to the WAPO before Senate Intelligence, said the FBI submitted a partial report on Porter's clearance last March And that the investigation was completed last July. Completed last July. And then there was a follow-up. November. And they closed the file in January. When they received additional information this month, though, we passed it on as well. So wait a minute. It was closed in July, except when it continued in November and continued again this month. To call that ongoing, I don't think is a lie. I don't think that's a falsehood. If 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 the quote unquote investigation ended last year, and every couple of months they say, "Hey, we found out some more." Isn't that ongoing? Is this the real bone of contention? The fact that Sarah Sanders
0: said it's ongoing. Seriously, that's what the nation is arguing about. I haven't followed it that much because it just doesn't. I mean, to me, the, the, the guy's that's come scumbag, he got booted out. That's kind of the end of the story for me.
1: But
3: Right, and he um, was their boy, and they kind of tried to cover for him, which is totally uncool because he's a wife-beater. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you 100% on so that. So
0: I'm anti-hiring wife-beaters to work in the White House because I think you can get qualified people who aren't wife-beaters, and I hope the guy's life is miserable from here on out and he never gets to date again or anything good happen because mm-hmm. he's a scumbag. But uh, does that automatically mean you can't get a security clearance if you're a wife-beater? Because is there something supposedly goes you're along blackmailable? With... Is that it? Although if it's out in the open, you know, I've always wondered about that. It's always struck me as odd that I may—I think you're a terrible person. I don't right. want to hang out with you or right. hire you or anything like that. But does that mean you're automatically not trustworthy? I don't know. Uh, no, uh,
3: the argument is always that he's blackmailable for that mm. reason. Okay, but at the point that it all comes out, you're not blackmailable anymore. So I've always been a little confused about that. Mm. Um, Listen, if you think I'm blackmailable, uh, just go ahead and say it out loud what I did. I've done all sorts of stuff. Go
0: ahead. I would, but there's FCC rules preventing me from saying (laughs) some of the things.
3: Use nice words. Um, But I don't know. This just seems to me to be a great deal of ado about very, very little. Except that it turns out this Rob Porter character who reviewed... My understanding, which is imperfect, of it is that he reviewed like all of the documents that went on the president's desk, without a complete
0: security clearance.
3: Right, and then you have Jared Kushner, whose finances are so tangled, the FBI says this essentially we can't give him a full security clearance. It's just it's not doable, um, and he is privy to all sorts of national security stuff too. So I don't, I don't, I don't quite understand how that system works. The well, system worked. So, Benjamin Netanyahu's in trouble. Yeah. That's what they say, although, I don't know. Law Bob Menendez ought to call him and tell him, I wouldn't worry about it. Take it, as many bribes as you want.
0: Israeli police on Tuesday recommended that the prime minister be indicted on bribery and breach of trust charges. And he has been uh, a big deal in Israeli politics now for like 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, He rejects the accusations, of course, which include accepting nearly $300,000 in gifts from a pair of billionaires. He's not denying that happened. He's just saying it wasn't a bribe. We're buds. My stance has always been on this sort of thing. They're giving a politician this money for a reason.
3: Sure. Maybe they're wrong. Maybe they think they'll get stuff out of it, but they won't because he's a paragon of virtue. If the bribe
0: is ineffective, does it still count as a bribe? But if, if they are attempting to bribe, the fact right. that he doesn't comply with it, does that make it any... I guess it does, right? He's no, I not.
3: Well, I don't know. Did they say, listen, this is payment for doing this, and he took it? If
0: they just said, hey... Only an idiot would ever do it that way. Well, right. I mean, you'd exactly. have to be a complete moron to do it that
3: way. I mean, so, for instance, I don't know. What's a, what's a good example? Uh, how about... Uh, I joked a couple of months ago about how Visit Central Oregon is peppering me with emails. Every day I get an email urging me to visit Central Oregon. I know Central Oregon's there. I actually love Central Oregon. I know how to get there. I have a car. If I decide to go, I'll go. Leave me alone. But so the good folks from Visit Central Oregon come in here. They say, hey, you guys, you do a great show. You really do. And I know you talk about various parts of the country, but... Anyway, Joe, I know you like sports cars. Here's a new Jaguar. So uh, just drive this in good health, and maybe you'll drive it to Central Oregon someday. And they walk out of here. Am I guilty of accepting a bribe?
0: Uh, I guarantee you no, under the way we currently handle it in the United States. I mean, that's been proven in recent weeks. Of course, old BB also was caught on tape, right, telling
3: a newspaper publisher, hey, you write good stuff about me, I'll help you out. (laughs) I don't know if that's illegal
0: in Israel. Yep. It's an interesting system they've got where the police indict the prime minister like that. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: The
3: Annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a
1: guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit
0: GameBridge.io/ParityFlex
1: for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.